Welcome to the Brain Health Journey podcast with Brittany and Tish, where we talk about all things ADHD and other brain health related topics. And today we are going to be talking about ADHD and perfectionism. And I know sometimes people may hear that and they think it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like when you hear ADHD, often you don't think about perfectionism because you think, okay, people with ADHD, they say they make a lot of mistakes or careless mistakes. They procrastinate a lot or they don't get things done. And so how are they, how are they perfectionists? That doesn't make a lot of sense, but many people with ADHD are, are perfectionists. And sometimes it can be so much that it stands in our way. I know that it does for me, it'll stand in my way. And we have these unrealistic expectations and we're striving for perfection and flawlessness and which it, that's not even a thing. You, I mean, we have to often remind ourselves that nobody is perfect. I right. have to remind myself that all the time. And so Tish, I don't know if you have any examples you would like to give on ADHD and perfectionism. Yeah. I mean, just like you said, Brittany, when you think about ADHD and perfectionism, you would think they don't really go together, but they really do. And it's, it has a lot to do with just the traits that we have. And also if we're, now that we're adults, what we've heard our whole life, and it kind of pushed us, this is just my opinion, kind of pushes us into trying to be a perfectionist. And I think about the thing about being a perfectionist, it, it's not just trying to do a good job. You get stuck. You get stuck yeah. in a way where it ends up causing you to be late on projects or assignments that are due. And so, but for me, the perfectionism started when I was younger and it really started when I would constantly hear, oh, you try better. You need to buckle down and try harder. You need to focus. You need to do this. You need to, you need to apply yourself better. And, you know, we've, we've all heard the same thing pretty much. And so you hear that year after year after year, and you start to, here we go about talking about masking, but you start to mask and then you start to kind of go into this phase of, I have to do things perfect so I don't get in trouble by the teacher or so people don't, can't see that I'm maybe struggling to understand the assignment or whatever it is it may be. And so another thing for me, the reason I, I, don't, I don't consider myself a perfectionist, but I think I do tend to try to make things perfect in a sense is that I have a fear of failure. It really mm -hmm. does also stem not only just from the things that I've heard throughout my life, but it definitely has something to do with that fear of failure. And so with that, I try to overcompensate. I take too much stuff on. I try to kind of domino effect into being a people pleaser because, you know, you you want to be perceived as knowing what you're talking about and being able to do your job. So those are just a few things for me, for sure. Absolutely. And <clears throat> that's, I feel like that's how I am as well. And sometimes we have made just so many careless mistakes throughout our lives and we feel guilty about it. So then we start thinking, okay, I don't, I don't want to make a mistake. I want them to be proud. I want this to go well. I want this to get done and for it to be done right. No mistakes. And so we start 
overthinking and like you said, overcompensating. So the people pleasing comes into play. Rejection sensitive dysphoria comes into play because you don't want that criticism. You don't want anyone to be disappointed in you. Right. There are just so many layers to it, fear, like fear of disappointment. And so often what can happen, and it's so heartbreaking is that I, and this has happened to me too, where you almost in some areas of your life, or maybe you can kind of look back and think you let it go so far and you let it take over your mind so much that you, you just didn't do it. So it was like the all or nothing mindset. You just exactly like, just didn't do it. And then you may have regrets. You're like, why didn't I just at least try to do this? Or why didn't I at least go for it? Or Mm -hmm. so what if I made a mistake or so what if I did fail? And so I often hear a lot of people having regrets because they let that perfectionism get in the way. And this doesn't mean that you shouldn't strive to do a good job. It doesn't mean that at all. It's just like the neurotic perfectionism can really take over to the point where it's almost like you can't, you don't get anywhere yeah. because you're so focused on making it perfect. I know, I know. And it can be debilitating. It really can. It can, it could stop you in your tracks of what you're trying to do. And the thing is, is that it's so important and it's easier said than done. <clears throat> it really is. It's easier said than done, but everyone does make mistakes. They honestly make mistakes. No one is perfect. And so I'm trying to do a better job at remembering that and also not comparing myself to other people. And that's another thing that a lot of people that I know with, that have ADHD, I don't want to put everyone in a, in a box and do a blanket, blanket statement, but a lot of people do, you know, they try to, they do compare themselves to, to other people and they do try to do things perfect because they don't want to be perceived as lazy. They don't want to be perceived as not being able to, you know, focus or, oh, she's the girl that sits there and and twirls her hair and daydreams in class. You know, you don't want to be perceived as that. And so almost in a sense, as we're talking through this, I, I really do think as perfectionism and being a perfectionist, it's almost like it's, it's masking. It really is. I almost associate it with masking. If you think of it that way, because you're not being your authentic self, you are paddling under the water a million miles per hour while trying to look like you're gliding across the the water, just peacefully and perfectly. And it's not like that at all. And so I, you know, I think it, it is associated, um, with, with masking, which even with masking, you get burnout. Um, so being a perfectionist, if you're just overthinking and spinning your wells can definitely lead, lead to burnout too. So, and I didn't even really consider masking like that aspect of it until I'm listening to you talk, but it absolutely, I think so. Absolutely yeah. And you know, imposter syndrome this really just fuels the imposter syndrome. And so we're constantly questioning ourselves. And I don't know, I feel like I am in some ways for a while, it did get worse. I do think it's getting better for myself, but I still have to 
I still have to remind myself, you know what I mean? Just, you know, I can go over, let's say an Instagram post, I can go over it a half a dozen times. And then it's like, oh shoot, I made a mistake or someone said something in the comments. And, um, you know, depending on how they're, how they're asking, sometimes it'll be like a genuine question, like, oh, well this, actually this doesn't make sense or can you clarify? And I read, I'm like, oh, that is definitely not what I meant to do. And, but then you always have those people that are, I don't want to say making fun of you, but just like, it's not, they're not asking a question. They're just like, oh, ha ha, you made a mistake. And that used to like, feel like a punch in the gut. And it now does. it's not much. I mean, I'm yeah. doing a lot better Yeah, because it's you know what? I'm not perfect. And I don't know if that's what you're looking for, then I'm the wrong, wrong person. Same here. Um, you're not going to get perfect for me, but I will tell you, I do the same thing. When I'm creating content, I will look over it and over it. I will read word after like, just to make sure it looks perfect and nothing is perfect. And then I will post it. I actually posted something recently and after I posted it, I saw a mistake and I had, I had a word on there like three times in the word, the same word on there, like two or three times in a row. And I'm like, why? I, I read it multiple times. Like, how did I not catch it? Why is it now that I posted it? I'm noticing that there's a mistake. And then you get the people and, and I'm not trying to be like rude about this, but then you get the people in the comments that are just waiting to you know, point out stuff. So, um. yeah, it <laughs> seems like some really do. They're just sitting there waiting for it. And that can make you, I mean, yeah, that can make you kind of go back in your shell and like, okay, I don't want to, I'm not going to do this again. Or I don't, I don't want that. Um, I don't want that criticism, that type of cr criticism. Right. Um, and it, it can hurt sometimes. And, you know, I do want to add for anyone that is listening. I mean, you don't, you have your bachelor's master's and doctorate. Right. I mean, you have a doctorate and you, I mean, you make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Education aside, everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's so important to, to understand that, that no one is perfect. And, you know, we do have ADHD and I know I, I don't, I don't think I ever use my ADHD as an excuse, I, or at least I try to be mindful to not use it as quote unquote as an excuse, because I know that we've all heard that a million times, probably across, you know, the years of our life. But um, you start to get that criticism and we've heard it for so long since we've been kids. And so it can be triggering. It really can be triggering um, when someone is not trying to, show you in a way that, oh, look, I, I don't understand why you said it this way or did it this way, but you get the, oh, you know, just like you said, like, ha ha, you made a mistake. And I'm like, well, you are following an ADHD account. So there's that. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> or I saw, I saw this reel. It was a real, we, I forget what the message was, but it was a really sweet message. And I forget what mistake was in the text or the reel. But then you saw people in the comments say like, oh, this is so cringe. It would be so much better if they just, I'm like, oh my gosh, you gotta oh, no. be kidding. 
you've got to be kidding me. I just, I I don't know. Like that kind of stuff really bothers me because that, I mean, seriously, that can make or break someone for at least a little bit and make them. Yeah. They can't stand that. Yeah. It it can definitely do a number on your, on your spirit. Like it can break your spirit. It can take the winds out of your cell. I think that's how the term that you're supposed to use with that saying, I don't know, but I mean, it can definitely make you feel like, you know what, I'm just going to step back away from this a little bit because obviously I'm not being perfect. I'm not, you know, putting the right stuff out there. So, but you know, as we were talking about doing this, um, as a topic for this episode of the podcast, I was trying to think of ways of, you know, how can we, you know, you can say all day long, nobody's perfect. You can say that all day long, but until you really start believing it, believing it, it, you're not, it's not going to really change anything. So I was thinking, how are some ways and tips and things that we could share to be able to help ourselves with this as well as um, everyone that's listening. And so I think the thing is, is whenever you're in that uh, perfectionist category, I guess you could say, is that a lot of times, at least for me, I'm not going to do a blanket statement, but for me, um, I don't want to ask for help. I want to do it by myself because I don't want to be a burden on anyone. I don't want anybody to perceive me as, you know, being lazy or wanting them to do my work. And so, but, but the important thing about that is nine times out of 10, how we're feeling about that is it's not accurate. People don't mind to help. And so it's important to, if you get stuck in that perfectionism cycle to ask someone for help, just ask, you know, or if you don't necessarily need their help with doing something, then you can ask their opinion. If you're on the right track with a project or an assignment or whatever that you're working on, just bounce ideas off of someone that you trust. Um, so you have some sort of kind of validation that what you're doing is on the right track to whatever you're trying to achieve. So, but that's something that I'm really trying to work on there um, for sure. And one other thing um, is I'm trying to set timers because I know when I get into that, when I'm working on a project and I want to be, want it to be perfect. And I'm in that overthinking on the spiraling wheel I have to set a timer because if I don't, it will, it will never get finished. It will never get complete. It will just be, it'll be done. Like I will just set it aside and I just will not touch it again. Um, And so, yeah, I have to, I have to set a timer because I'll just get in that spiraling hours on end and then give up (laughs) on it. So. Absolutely. And sometimes you'll spend so much time on something and, you finally realize I've only gotten this far. I haven't gotten anywhere. Like, what have I been doing? What right. have I been doing this whole time? And sometimes <laughs> I need a little wake up call. So like with the timer, I think, yeah, that can be very, very helpful. And I've had to do that myself sometimes. And what has personally helped me? And I don't know if I can convey my thoughts the way that I want to, but And I actually did write something down, something that I told our son with ADHD, our 11 year old, because he, um, he's really into basketball and playing basketball and the NBA and all of that stuff. And 
sometimes he really can get down on himself if he is making mistakes or he can't get something. And I mean, he's, he's doing it over and over and over until he gets something right. And I found this quote um, by Michael Jordan. And honestly, it helped me a little bit. I mean, we're talking about one of the best basketball players of all time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Reading this really, it really did help me personally. I mean, maybe not with basketball, but it's like, wow, you know, you're talking about one of the best basketball players of all time saying this. And I love that people of influence are saying things like this because it lets other people know like, wow, okay, so you've lost this many games, you've made this many mistakes, or this is what you had to do to kind of get where you're at. And I love that people of influence are kind of being open about this stuff. Right. But he says, he says, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and missed. I failed over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. I love it. I mean, really. Honestly, I, I love that. I need to print that out and put it in my office at home. Yeah. Just so I can remember, like, that's a good reminder that, yeah. yes. I failed over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, absolutely incredible. That's incredible. And I think it is so important for people like you said with influence to open up and share their stories because on the outside, they do look perfect. I mean, look at him. He is an amazing basketball player and it's like, but they're not perfect. And so the more people that open up and say, this is, this is not, this has been a rocky road for me. This has been, there's been a lot of hiccups along the way here. I didn't just wake up one day and end up this amazing basketball player and the world knows who that, who I am. It took, it it took a while for him to get to that point. And um, it is a good reminder that no one's perfect and you will fail and you're going to learn from those failures. And that's, that's how you grow. That's how you grow is from making those mistakes. So um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think I wanted to add one more thing about what we were talking about. I think you brought up authenticity. Mm-hmm. And this is why I am trying to be more authentic and be just admit who I am and kind of accept who I am because mm-hmm. anyone, I don't want anyone from the outside looking in and thinking like, oh, that girl, she just doesn't, she doesn't do anything wrong. She doesn't make any mistakes. Things just flow nicely and it's like no 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 and so yeah yeah, make a mistake somewhere it's like yep yep I do mistakes if you don't like that you're in the wrong place yeah I make them on the daily honestly and they are some are just really silly mistakes and then some are like oh my gosh I just cost us like a lot of money over this mistake that I've made yeah oh god (laughs) I know, I know, but I, I have really enjoyed this conversation. And I think that the more that we talk about this top of um, this topic, the better it's going to be, because I think a lot of people, even outside the neurodivergence 
um, community, community. I think that a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves and they try to be perfect and it's just not, it's just not, no one is perfect. And so I think this is an important topic and I'm really, really happy to be able to talk to you about it. So I appreciate you, um, talking with me about this. Yes. And I always appreciate you too. And like you said, I don't think this is just for people with ADHD or neurodivergence. I think a lot of people could use this and hear this conversation today. And I'm just hearing so many people feel like there's so much pressure on them and it's a, that's a whole nother topic, I guess, but yeah, there's a lot of pressure today. I mean, there is a lot. Yeah, there is. And so I, I, yes, I did enjoy this conversation with you. I always appreciate you. And I hope for anyone that is listening, this has helped a little bit and we will have to continue this conversation again very soon. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I think maybe the next episode, we could actually tell real stories of um, things that we have done on this perfectionism (laughs) journey. (laughs) Yes, yes, we totally should. We should. Oh, well, thank you, Tish. I always appreciate you. Yes. Thank you so much, Brittany. It's amazing working with you. And I'm just so grateful um, to be able to do this with you. So until the next episode. Until the next episode. 